I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois, who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I, just Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. More. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that I will not share on my Instagram or in my DMs. I'm the voice of Demois. If you guys listen to the first episode, you already know that I'm using a voice distorter. And guys, I promise this is just temporary. This will not change the fact that I will be giving you guys all the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about Taylor Swift's engagement rumors, Real Housewives of New York City casting news, a popular bakery that's getting exposed for its phony ingredients, Adele's concert cancellation, and some Meghan Markle intel. Plus, some updates about celebrity pairings Sebastian Stan and Lily James, Courtney and Travis, and a juicy DM about Sean Miller. And best of all, today I'm talking with a close contact. Let's call her TV producer. She has the direct insights into the inner workings of the entertainment industry. Let's get started. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of Do You. And today's very special guest, we are going to refer to as TV producer. Her name will remain anonymous um, because she's currently working on a project 
that I think a lot of you would recognize. So we're just going to call her TV producer. Hi, TV producer. Hello. I'm so happy to have you. I am very excited. I took a couple of Xanax. That's totally fine. I totally understand. Um, Before we get started, I want to ask you a quick question that I get asked a lot. And I think this is a perfect opportunity for someone who will know the answer because I don't to answer. So I get so many questions about how to start in the industry, how to start as a production assistant. Where do people go? What kind of resources can they use to find jobs working for television shows, movies, commercials? You've done it all, I, I think. You've, you've worked on movies. You've wor- I know you've worked on TV shows. I know you've worked on commercials. So is there any advice you can give someone um, on resources they could use to help them with their career goals? It's kind of tough because when I started in the industry, it was a lot more like word of mouth. There are, are like websites out there, like Staff Me Up, um, like UTA has a website. It's just tough kind of breaking in because it, it's weird. It's like you have to work in TV to, to get a job in TV. But like, I would say start like local productions, I think are a little easier to get into. That's kind of, that's how I got into it. Um, my, it's weird because my story is a little it's very it's very cliche i I, like drove out to la like 200 dollars, and i just like got on a show and started working and hustling um i would say how did you get on that show i worked as a production assistant randomly like i wasn't i wasn't even looking to work in tv i want i knew i wanted to do something in entertainment but i wasn't sure what that looked like um long story short i quit a job like randomly i was a nanny and i like left my job um and, and so I just kind of, got, I went on Craigslist and I saw that they were looking for a production assistant. So I applied and I got it. And that was, that was it. Cause I just needed quick cash. But yeah, I mean, I would, you could start off as an assistant. That's always a good way to go. I think you have to start out as an assistant. I yeah. Say. I mean, like an assistant to a celebrity or like something like that, I think would be oh, can right, be right. Um, it's weird to it's weird to say like where exactly, but I would say staff me up is a good start. Staff staffmeup.com. Yeah, staffmeup.com. But if you get that one job, producers, shows, commercials, they will take you, they'll take you forever. And that's kind of what happened with me. I just worked, I just worked really fucking hard, like 90 hours a week, um, to work on any production I could, whether it was a day player or a long production, just so that I could uh build my production assistant brand. <laughs> Okay, so staff, you could start looking on websites, staffmeup.com. Okay, and then if you're local, if you're in cities where there are a lot like of productions, Atlanta, like, or like, I don't know, New, New Orleans. Like, I feel like New Orleans, there's a lot of production. Yeah, I like would Washington. say like New Orleans, New Orleans, Austin, Atlanta. I would say like more like B city. Right, those cities. Yeah. Um, also on Facebook, Facebook has a lot of groups um, for hiring too. So they have, I need a production production assistant or I need a production such and such on Facebook. And then there's another one that's called women working in reality TV. And the, like the people who are part of that group are always looking to hire others in all cities. So it's really, it's a nice like little. Okay. So, so what was the first name of the Facebook? It's called group? I need a production assistant. Okay. I need a production assistant and women working in reality. Okay. That, that, those are, those are good resources. So, um, I hope that's helpful for you guys. Um, let's get right into it. 
the first topic. So basically what we're going to just review is what everyone was messaging me, tweeting at me, DMing me, what topics were the hottest this week. Um, This is something that necessarily wasn't hot a hot topic this week it's been a hot topic a continuing hot topic and that is casting for the real housewives of new york city somebody sent in a dm that says confirming your roni casting reports three housewives are coming back two returning housewives and in parentheses they wrote hi which we know who that is um, will be back fresh off of their Peacock show and two to three newbies since sex in the city is so big. The plan is to lean into that by finally bringing Candace Bushnell on board. So yeah, I posted that. And of course, you know, immediately I got, I got messages that, that it's not true. So, Did you get a lot of messages that weren't true? Well, I got the most important message from the most <laughs> important person that it wasn't true. I won't, I won't say who, because <laughs> they probably wouldn't appreciate. Um, but you know, and they always this person always tells me everything I post about um, the housewife show is wrong. So I just am like, okay. And they're not they're not going to tell me what's right. They're not going to tell me the right answer. So I have to go to got other it. people for that. So I did ask somebody. I did ask somebody what they had heard about casting, and this is what they said. Um, they heard Candace, Candace Bushnell definitely no. Which I mean, I think that would have been fun, but because she's been a she's been a guest she on has, the show because it's the infamous not well bitch. Yeah. Here's the thing: I've always been, I've always wanted Candace to come onto the show. I've just never thought she would ever do it. Just but by like basically in the same way, I never thought Kathy Hilton. So I feel like there's always promise. Right, which is yeah. why I posted it. Cause I was like, hmm, maybe this would happen. So this is what I heard. Okay, regarding Roni, um, Candace, no. Maybe Jill, likely no to Dorinda. Luann has had a good season on the ultimate girls trip. She's definitely coming back. I just got to assume Sonia and Ramona are two and they're going to go back to the roots. So it looks like um, Jill might possibly be coming back. Now, this person also said that Dorinda and Jill didn't get along the best on that Ultimate Girls trip, the Ultimate Girls trip part two. So... I so for that reason, if they bring back Jill, does that mean they don't bring back Dorinda, or do they bring back Dorinda and Jill, and that makes great TV because they don't like oh, each other? That's tough. I, well, first, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be called Ex Wives. What do you mean the the show? Yeah. So the first one's the first iteration is Ultimate Girls Trip, and I think the second, this one in Bluestone Manor, is gonna be called Ex Wives. Oh, so they're not calling it ultimate girls trip they're calling it ex-wives i think so or like ultimate girls trip colon ex-wives that's to my understanding maybe it's a working title oh. i'm not 100 percent sure but, but i yeah. didn't know that okay um did you hear anything about that that show i heard it was I wild heard i heard it was, was definitely really wild these women are crazy there's a lot of booze a lot of booze 
Yeah, I heard the same. And Jill, and Jill doesn't drink. Oh. Yeah, she doesn't drink. She drinks Diet Coke. That's it? I didn't know that she didn't drink. Because yeah. I never really paid attention. She doesn't she, drink. Like, is she sober or she just doesn't? Yeah. She, she just doesn't drink. Um, I don't really know. I mean, isn't that kind of the same thing? If you true, but I think you're sober. I think it's kind I feel of like sober has a connotation of like you went to rehab or something. Anyway. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't think that's the case. I think she for whatever reason reason she chooses to not drink. But if she's around a group of women who are drinking heavily, um, you know, that that's one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because she just doesn't I know that she doesn't like like she likes the drama, but she doesn't want to be involved with the drama. So I think from an outsider's perspective, she'll probably sit very comfortably whenever it comes out. You'll see it, you know, not really getting too much into the drama. Um, but as far as it's interesting, because it's like Dorinda, I think Dorinda would want to come back. I know that Jill for a better part of a decade has been desperate to come back to the show but I don't think Bethany wanted her on the show. Like that was the thing. Like she wouldn't come back if Bethany was there and vice versa. So I, it's hard for me to, it's, I feel like right. it's hard for me to imagine that she would be like, no, I don't, I don't know if I want to come back. Right. I mean, I think that if she's given the opportunity, Jill will definitely come back. Um, as far as newbies, any names that I've heard that I've posted, I've been told aren't true. So I'm not really sure right now. Um, okay, so right now it looks like Luann, Sonia, and Ramona are coming back. Potential for Jill. Dorinda on the fence and not sure about the newbies. I did hear that Tinsley was not coming back because um, her storyline with Scott sort of fell to the wayside when they broke up. So I know people wanted her to come back. I know she had conversations with producers, but unfortunately I don't think she'll be coming back. So that's where Housewives stands as now, uh, as of now, of course. If I get any more information, I'll post it. I will know, say so. this. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't ask Ramona back. And if they do, they will ask, her to be a friend of and I feel like she will not go for that um there's just so much drama going on right now with Jenny on Real Housewives that the network gets really really scared about people who can be incendiary and I know that you know Ramona's not like a super egregious character but at times I think that she can be really problematic so I wouldn't be surprised if they don't ask her back yeah I think they're gonna ask her back You'd be surprised if they didn't. Yeah, not I'd be surprised back. if she didn't come back. They said that they're coming to an end with um, some casting decisions and something will be announced relatively soon. So hopefully we'll get some answers. And of course, like I said, if I hear anything, I'll uh, be sure to post. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure, weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. 
The Robe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe body program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to yeah. leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. So let's move on to, uh, we'll quickly touch on this before we get into some really juicy stuff. Um, let's touch on the post that was posted this past week about bakeries. And I'll just read you the post that set it off. I had posted something about Panera. Somebody sent me in a tip about Panera launching a chicken sandwich at the end of this year or in a couple months. And everyone went crazy for it. Like it was the most shared post that week um it had the most reactions it's disconcerting to me that this many people like panera bread i'm kind of like disgusted i think that it was kind of like a palate <laughs> cleanser because for me like you know you're, you're reading like post after post about celebrity gossip celebrity gossip this one this one you know broke up with this one who's having a baby who's doing this and then you come to a post and it's like Panera Bread's launch, launching a chicken sandwich. And you're like, oh. And it's like a palate cleanser. So I think people thought it was funny and they appreciated it. And I got so many messages like, more Panera Bread tea. So I messaged the person who sent me um, a follow-up message who is a manager at one of the Paneras. And I said, do you have any more Panera Bread gossip? Like, the people want Panera Bread gossip. They just thought it was funny and they didn't have anything. But I tried. So in response to that, somebody said, since we're on the topic of food, don't know how demois worthy this is, but this bakery in LA that is very, and very is in capitals, popular among celebrities, influencers, and often caters after party events. Um, I think that means like, you know, af- Golden Globe after parties, et cetera, et cetera uses Betty Crocker cake mix for all of their cakes and cupcakes. You know, I had celebrities messaging me about this, like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? And, you know, the person, the email, the person submitted this tip with is no open doors 22 at Gmail. Now, I don't think that's a real email. So there was no 
way for me to follow up. So I didn't receive a follow-up email saying which bakery they were referring to. Now, I I got a couple guesses. Um, I'm not going to say who because to me, I was like, this is going to be the thing that lands me a fucking cease and desist. Like this, this bakery gossip is going to be the, the, the thing that actually gets me in hot water. So I, you know, I didn't post the guesses. Now, if you live in LA, there's only like, and you lived in LA and there's, there's only like two or three celebrity, you know, frequented bakeries. Yes. Don't say the names, <laughs> but I, I, I ha- I'm sure you I know. definitely <laughs> had a guess, but I won't say. Name a letter in the in your guess um not what it starts with but a b b oh yeah yeah, that was one of them yeah well i just want to like put everyone's like some people were like why do you care about why do people care about this and i said people care because these cakes are like two hundred dollars for a fucking cake you i think that people are under the impression that it is homemade or else they would, you know, and then, you know, some people argued, well, you're paying for the decoration and whatnot. Somebody also told me that Kris Jenner, um, her famous lemon cake is made with box cake mix. And she puts that in her recipe. She doesn't hide it. She she says in her recipe, if you look up the recipe for Kris Jenner's famous lemon cake, she uses box box cake mix and i i just want to tell everyone i received tons of messages you know here's one um i know someone who works at a custom cake shop in new york city that gets a lot of celeb customers and they do the same thing um some a lot of people said i'm not sure which bakery they're referring to but as far as i'm aware the box mix thing isn't super uncommon I got tons of messages that said the same thing. I, and this was news to me. I just have to say, like, I was, I was, I mean, very I'm not surprised if I'm honest. I've worked with a lot of, a lot of caterers. Um, I've, I've worked with Wolfgang Puck who would never, would never use fucking boxed cake mix. It's just, it's really shitty. It, I mean, like living in LA, everything is super expensive. These cupcakes that you're talking about, they're like $10 cupcakes. And so when, right. You're spending that much money. It just feels like, I don't know. It just, it's really, it's really cheap. And I, I'm, oh God, I mean, I'm not surprised I Chris agree. Jenner uses box cake mix, but I mean, is she not selling that to people? Correct. Now, what, what was it like working for Wolfgang Puck? First of all, tell people who might not know who he is. Who he is. Wolfgang Puck is the, in a lot of ways, to me, he's like the chef to the stars. Now, is he the chef to the stars now? No, but that's that's his like claim to, to fame. Um, he owns Spago. He has a bunch of restaurants, Vegas, of course. Um, and yeah, I think he has restaurants in New York. Um, what it was like to work with him. He was a lot of fun. I thought he was a lot. He's like an old man who just like walk around, really fun, funny would tell me anecdotes about celebrity weddings he had done. I remember him telling me about Madonna and um, Sean Penn and like the fact that he had to like put together an entire catering, like entire menu, all the pastries for their wedding in two weeks, which was interesting. Um, Yeah, he was cool. He, you know, 
he's like, he's like an he's Austrian, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, he's very like um, stoic. Yeah, he's a, he's like yes, small he stature, though, very right? flirty, but uh, not like in a yeah. not like in a meat. Yes. Well, I was okay. I was waiting oh, you for were. you to say that because. Oh, uh, by the <laughs> way, well, cause I was like kind of teetering on whether or not I tell my story no, about I Wolfgang. But <laughs> no, yeah. I listen. Did it? You yeah, know, you were. You were like, yes. You were like, she was just like sitting there. I was like, yeah. You know. Um. Well, I was waiting to see if you would see it. If you would say anything about his flirtatious yes, ways. Um, I've heard. I've heard a few things. You could okay, tell your very, story. Very, very flirty. Like. <laughs> Like he, ki- like kiss you on the cheek and hug and to me, very European. I feel like I'm gonna get like fucking dragged for this. I he did not make me uncomfortable. He was just like old man flirty. None of this sounds great, but he was like okay. he didn't do anything inappropriate. He was just like you know European about it. Okay, like hugs and okay. I remember like walking into his dressing room once and he was like un- he was changing, and he had his uh what's it called? Like his undershirt on. And I said, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Wolfie. Cause that's what I called him. And he's like, Oh no, no, come in, come in. I'm like, oh my God. Like that type of flirt, but not gross. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. As long as he, okay. As long as oh, he didn't no, make no, no, no. He's the nicest that's man right. ever. But now I want to know why right. you were waiting for the flirty. All right. <laughs> um, you know, you hear, first of all, sl- chefs in general, like famous chefs, I feel like they have, they're like almost like athletes they're they're a little bit like athletes um so i was you know i didn't hear anything i haven't heard anything bad about him but i i did you know people want to hear about celebrity chefs so there was a time that i was posting a lot about that and i I don't want to misquote what somebody told me because i don't really remember but i just remember um hearing that he was flirty i guess is the nice i feel yeah he is like for me it was endearing he was just really nice and just kind of like you know baseline superficially flirty um i will say though that chefs in general to me i i compare them to how the fashion industry is it's kind of this thing that no one talks about but it's there and we romanticize food and fashion in a totally different way that i think a lot of stuff gets kind of lost like i've worked with other chefs too who are horrible like horrible yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree, which is why I think people are so interested in that yeah. subject for that exact reason. Well, let me leave this topic with a tip that somebody gave um, about baking cakes. Um, they said this is actually pretty common among bakeries. If you want your cake mix cake to taste like a bakery cake, add an egg, replace oils with butter, and use milk instead of water. So I'm assuming that's what bakeries do. I don't think that's like a big secret. I'm sure you could Google that um, on the internet. The other thing I heard someone say is you can add jello. Interesting. To cake mix, which I think would probably make it really moist. I'm not a baker or a pastry chef, um, but it's just it's just what people told me. Um, so let's move on to a big story that broke this week, and it was Adele canceling her Vegas show. Now, she very, now famously went on her Instagram account and said she canceled because of COVID, because a lot of her crew had contracted COVID and they had to 
I guess, isolate and weren't able to work on the set and the show, um, someone messaged me and said Adele postponed her residency due to COVID, which is true. A lot of us got it here in Vegas, but really she just hates all the creative. Also, she keeps changing the run of show. Crew is working literally 18 hours a day in Vegas. She just won't stop adding and taking things away. The person sent me the message about her, you know, being super specific with her set. And then someone else echoed that that comment and said, T about Adele from a very close source. The Las Vegas residency cancellation is purely down to a major fuck up and clash with the British set designer. Adele hated every stage until enough changes to make it satisfactory to her weren't possible. So basically it's being reported that she's not happy with the set, but why isn't she happy with the set? So I received this DM and it says, they heard that Adele has been getting into screaming fights with Rich Paul on the phone and will drop everything when he calls to have these big emotional talks with him. Everyone on set will overhear them and they'll hear her screaming, you just don't care about me at all. And they'll hear her crying and yelling. Interesting. How long has she been dating him? So basically my takeaway from that is that she's fighting with her boyfriend and maybe you know because she's so upset maybe that's affecting her work as it would anyone who's fighting with their boyfriend yeah i mean did you see any of the videos to her fan base who she had to cancel on did you watch any of them i watched a clip she's it's interesting because it's like she's super emotional which you know to the naked eye you're like yeah she just she really cares about her fans but i also think it's it's kind of like this um conduit to get out her other feelings like i feel like she's upset about something else for sure so hearing that she's with the boyfriend and stuff makes sense but i don't necessarily think he would be the reason why she would postpone i don't think he's the reason i think that maybe if she was going through something with her relationship or she was emotional that on top of the pressure of putting together a show is not a good combination. Do you know what I mean? Like anyone would be distracted and upset. Totally. And it's Um, her first. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think he's, yeah, I don't think he's the. I'm not saying, I I just want to make that clear. Like I'm definitely, I'm not saying he's the reason I'm saying that I think this was also going on at the same time. Got it. Got it. Yeah, totally. I mean, that being a facet is, is 100% going to affect any performer, singer, actor. I mean, I've seen it happen. And it's like, it's just, it's makes it really hard because you're so dedicated to what you do. You, in a lot of ways, don't feel like thinking about the other things that are going on at home. And it just all around, it's a bad combination. There's a reason why celebrities who like are together break up quickly. (laughs) It's just a lot. Yeah, it, it is a lot. And, you know, you have to wonder, like, what is he doing for her to be upset and say you don't care about I me think, at all? Well, I was going to say that like, I, I think what's happening. I think what it is is that this entire production, the entire residency, has been such a fucking disaster that I don't think that he's necessarily there supporting her in the way that she needs. 
and she probably needs like a lot like like I don't want to say like attention but like she needs a lot of support a lot of attention somebody to back her up because of the production and everything else I feel like she's got a target on her back a little bit and everyone kind of looks at her as being the outlier especially with everyone working the 20 hour days and the changes and this and that you just become unlikable and if he's not there to support her it just makes things 10 times worse. It's really funny that you said he's not there because I had posted a sighting of him at Carbone this past week and the person said that their waitress had told them that LeBron's manager was in um, at Carbone eating dinner and there were women all over him. And within 20 minutes of me posting that, I had two people um, message me very, very, you know, surely telling me that Rich Paul hadn't been in Vegas in a while. So he's not there yeah. is the point. <laughs> is the, my point is, and the, re- the reason I thought that the tip was correct was because I thought to myself, oh, well, Adele's in Vegas getting her show together. Rich is probably there with her. You know, yeah, and you know the post the post didn't say that lebron's manager was doing anything wrong it just said that he was surrounded by a bunch of women so to me it was like okay you know adele's off getting her show ready and rich is having dinner at carbone but you know people messaged me and said he hasn't yeah. been in vegas well that's so like crazy i mean she's there, basically having point. a breakdown in vegas and he's like i'm at carbone with women like it just why wouldn't you be there well he was he wasn't at carbone with women as much. oh wait I thought, there. I thought you were saying he was he there with lebron's manager no it wasn't him oh got it they said lebron's manager so they assume the waitress had said lebron's manager so the so the person tell, relaying this to me had assumed it was rich, but it was LeBron, LeBron's agent or someone else, someone else that manages LeBron. It wasn't rich because rich hasn't been in Vegas. Got it, got it, got it. Sorry. I forget that there's Carbone in different cities. I think that's where I got lost. Yeah, no, he has not been in Vegas. Yeah, he has not been in Vegas. So, um, of course, you know, especially, you know, he hasn't been in Vegas. Of course, she's going to be on the phone. You know, when when you're away from your boyfriend and things are not good being away is the worst thing for your relationship you're gonna fight even more so you know yeah so he's not there they're fighting she's upset she's not happy with the set covid is a factor i mean that does that did i'm sure that is playing a factor so i think all of that was a was a recipe for disaster and, you know, I feel really bad for the fans. I mean, I, there were people that messaged me who were already in Vegas who had tickets and she canceled. They'd er- they already went there. Yeah. So I felt really bad, but I'm sure she'll eventually get it together. And, um, you know, just having worked in production and worked on big, big productions that I would liken to what she's doing there's so many things that are happening in advance. I'm talking about design elements. Like you have an entire run of show that you know about before you even go into production. It, it's a little weird to me to think that she, yes, she didn't get along with like some of with the head, the lead designer, but like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you know that before, like three days before, not three days before. I mean, it, it just feels like what else is actually going on because 
productions like this are super buttoned up. Everybody has a job. Everybody knows what's going on. And then to make the changes last minute, it feels very um, erratic. I know that she's very particular. Well, I mean, maybe it was erratic because she was upset about other things. I feel like she could compartmentalize if she needed to. Listen, <laughs> listen, at the end of the day, she is just a bitch like the rest of us. I get, I get, I treat people around me like shit when the guy like doesn't text me back. Imagine, you know, I can't imagine being Adele putting together a show and fighting with her boyfriend. Like I get, I mean, I get it. I think that, you know, part of me is like, you know, suck it up. Like you're Adele. Like, yeah, we all, we all look at it like that, but we don't know what she's, what's going on really on the inside, which I think, you know, kind of makes her relatable and human. It sucks that the show didn't get put together, but, um, you know. I mean, mental health first. Like, she should take time if she you. needs it, for sure. Yeah. It just seems interesting, all of it. But yeah, I think, exactly. yeah, Adele's going through something right now. She's going through a time. She is. And maybe, maybe the result will be that she, you know, breaks up with her boyfriend, and then that gives her the clear head to, like, get this show off the ground maybe that's what has to happen so maybe maybe there'll be a breakup announced soon and i it's funny i don't know what the fans think about him i, know, I was just about like to together. i don't really hear much about that yeah i don't hear i she has fans who adore her like she has tons of fans they love her to death i don't really ever hear their opinion on him um so if any adele fans are listening to this i would love to know if you guys like him for her, don't like him for her. Um, you know, I haven't heard anything bad about him. He used to date, date Jen Meyer. Really? You know, the jewelry designer. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And he dated someone else too. I can't remember her name. So, um, you know, I haven't heard, I haven't heard he's not a nice guy, but I'm just curious what. Yeah, I haven't fans. read anything either. Like he seems like almost invisible. Yeah. I mean, he's there, obviously, but like... Exactly. Yeah, he does. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama. The kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance... You can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill. And you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC.
let's talk about a very controversial celebrity. Every time I post about this celebrity, sometimes I forget that she's controversial and then I post and I get all the messages and I'm like, fuck, why, why, why do you do it to yourself? Um, I don't know. I forget. Like sometimes I forget because to me, because I'm not deep into this fandom, I guess you would call it a fandom. Wait, who do you think I'm talking about? I was assuming you were talking about Taylor Swift. Oh, no, okay. we'll get to Taylor Swift. This person, is the fandom is a little bit different than Taylor Swift's fandom. I'm talking about Meghan Markle. Ugh, Meghan. Be careful what you say, because I'll have to, I'll, I'll have to bear the brunt. Here's of what that. I'll say: the things that you get when you post about her, is it like what direction? A positive, negative? I'm just kind of curious. Just broad. Anything that's anything that's negative about her, anything that's posted that's the least bit negative about her um i'm told is fake and a lie and she has a million haters and i need to watch out for the haters but like the littlest thing so let me let me read to you what the mess what the what the post was that started this and people love to tell me this was sent in by a hater now i know who sent this message in it was not a hater at all it was someone who has a connection to the ellen degeneres show um, it wasn't a Meghan Markle, like deep, dark web hater. It wasn't anything like that. It was just someone that has a connection to somebody on the show. They just shared a conversation they had with somebody with me. And it just happened to be part of it happened to be about Meghan Markle. So this isn't any way a targeted Meghan Markle post, but that's what everyone took away from it. Um, people are very triggered. Oh, yes. So this is what it says. It says, I have some tea on Ellen, the show specifically. Apparently, Meghan Markle is... Okay, now I used an emoji because I took out the word. Because I knew if I used the word the person used, um, it would just get me in trouble with the fans. So I used an emoji. It's the emoji with like the swirly eyes and the squiggly mouth. And it says, apparently Meghan Markle is swirly eyes emoji. And her and Ellen are no longer tight because they feuded over what to talk about when Meghan was on the show. That was it? (laughs) That was it. So That is the most innocuous thing ever. In response to the message about Ellen and Meghan Markle potentially not getting along, somebody said, please keep me anonymous, but Meghan made everyone refer to her as the Duchess on set and only certain people could address her. That was the message that really got everyone up in arms. And people told me that it was from a hater, um, that it was made up. What have you, what have you. Now, I went back to the person and I said, you know, when was this? And they said it was in November. Now, I didn't do any research to see if Megan had been on Ellen in November. But they said it was November. Now, my my thing is, like, is that so bad to want people to call you the Duchess? Yes, it's weird. She was on, she was on suits. We all knew her as like the actress and stuff. And it feels like she, here's what I'll say. I understand that it's her title. I understand that it's proper, but she's in her neck of the woods. It makes her feel like detached, like unreachable. And she already 
has people who think that, I mean, really, I guess not here, because apparently in America, everybody loves Meghan Markle. Um, but she already has this like, like air to her that feels like she's better. Like she married Harry and to me, she just became super sanctimonious. So yes, I think it's like, be a little bit more real, be approachable. Right. For that to be something like to tell them, you need to tell them, you know, they need to call me the Duchess. It's like Luann. It's like, like get, get a life. I just want to say to counter that post that was so triggering to everyone, I have received some nice messages about Meghan Markle. And I would just like to, um, you know, read a few nice words about Meghan Markle to get back in the good graces of the Meghan Markle fans. So somebody says... Um, that my older sister went to Northwestern University at the same time as Meghan Mar Markle. Although they weren't besties, they were in the same sorority and they lived in the house together. Um, it says, my sister always says she was so nice and kind, even while in the drama school, knowing she was going to make it big. She was very down to earth and a great girl. I still believe this is true today. Okay, that was sent to me a very long time ago. That that wasn't even recent. That was sent to me like two years ago. Then someone, <laughs> you're like, uh -huh. mm -hmm. then someone <laughs> sent me another message and there's a picture along with this message. So I know they were there. It says, I met Meghan Markle pre-Harry. She was in town visiting a military base for a USO meet and greet. She was incredibly sweet interacted with every single person and seemed genuine so she likes the troops i like that i like to see that now someone says this is this is this is what i want to just say there, with the good there's the bad because everyone's human um when megan markle was living here i'm assuming that's canada she had a favorite place for her manicure the staff at this salon used to fight over who would have to do megan's nails meaning they all despised her and her attitude. I was so hurt by this because I was wrapped up in the Harry and Meghan love story. So you get the good and you get the bad. You know what I mean? But And I think that her fans, like, yes, there's definitely people out there that do not like Meghan Markle and write very, very mean lies about her. But, you know, there's also people. There's also people that have have who aren't Meghan Markle fans and have encountered her in a good way and have encountered her in a bad way. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. People do have good and bad days. I mean, I've seen it myself um, in real life with famous people. I I don't. I am not the person that, person that believes in holding everybody's feet to the fire just because they have a fucking bad day. I remember. I think it was something maybe you posted about Haley Bieber. And somebody at a hostess stand was really upset because she was rude or whatever. And I was like, she just had a bad fucking day. We are entitled to do that. However, I, there's a, there's something a little insidious. This is all like energy that I'm, that I feel like I'm reading when I see her. There's something insidious about her. It's, I think that, do I think she's a horrible person? No. Do I think that she kind of forgot like, where she came from, absolutely. There's an aspect to her that feels entitled, and it's just not—it's just not welcoming. I don't doubt that she's not been nice, 
But I will say that those two anecdotes where she was nice, one of them, you're doing something for the public. I expect you to be nothing less than nice. The other one was before Harry. I just think that she sanctimonious. I did not always feel this way about her. What changed your mind? The Oprah interview. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I felt like she was hyperbolizing circumstance. I'm not saying that the British press didn't completely fuck her over. They're horrible. I mean, horrible, horrible. And it can do, it's a mindfuck for anybody. But there's still, there is still an aspect to her outside of that because I'm separating the two. I'm going to compartmentalize her experience with the monarchy, whatever. And then outside of that, I feel like there is there is just this air to her that feels feels like it just feels unapproachable. I do I did have a friend who was at Soho House the night that they met, and it and everybody's talked about this, so it's not like this big um, secrets folklore, but that it was really 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 contrived because she was so desperate to meet him. And the friend who had told me about it, he had his own sentiments about her too and had been, had run in the same, you know, adjacently in the same like circles-ish and was basically like, right off the bat because I had gone to him asking questions and I liked Meghan Markle. I was really excited that they were coming here and he's the one that kind of changed how I, how I viewed it. But I also, I'm not going to allow that to just completely change my mindset on her. But then the Oprah interview really, to me, was the nail in the coffin. Now, you know you know, she was married before, right? Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I don't think that that ended well. Oh. Yeah. It says somebody, well, somebody sent me a message a long time ago again um, and said that she, I don't know if this is a known fact, but she had a fixation with Princess Diana. She wanted to be just like her. And, and this person says the same thing you just said. Her and Harry were also set up by a mutual friend. Coincidence? I think not. This was a message I got a long, long time ago. Um, so I don't want anyone to think it was sent to me recently amid all this Meghan Markle hate. Um, but, you know, I, I think, I don't know how I feel about her, to be honest. I, I agree with some things that you're saying. Um, but I think that the people that, you know, every little thing that's said about her for them to assume that it's from a hater, I think that's a little bit naive. Yeah. 100%. Also to add to the anecdote about how she met Harry, apparently she was basically kind of like waiting in the balance and was like waiting for her friend to tell her when he would be somewhere. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with casually or organically introducing people, but it was, it was like an agenda. Like, let me know when he's going to be there so I can show up type shit. At the Soho house. Yes. So were they set up or not set up or was, if she ran into him? The way that I heard it was, it wasn't like a setup. Like I have this friend. I really want you to meet. I have this friend. I really want you to meet. And then they like show up together. The way that I had heard it was, they she had friends who ran in the same circles and it was more it was more coming from a place of like let me know when he's going to be there so that like we can casually like kind of show up that's how i had heard it okay it's just you know it's not that much different but to me, the way the way it was presented to me it was more it was an agenda like 
I want to know when, show, when so-and-so's at Carbone so I can like run into them casually, which kind of sounds like a fan to me, if, if I'm honest. Well, that goes back to what I just said about her being fixated with Princess Diana, supposedly. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay, let's go on to, let's move on to a blind item I posted that everyone was freaking out about. Um, it was about an A-plus singer who was going on a stadium tour that was going to be announced soon. I'm going to read it. I want to hear your guess. And then I'm going to tell you who the person told me it potentially is. So it's big, big stadium tour announcement coming Friday. And my clue was a plus list singer who you guys love. So it's someone my followers love. Who, who do you think it is? Stadium tour. Rodrigo. Olivia (laughs) Rodrigo Rodrigo. (laughs) no not Olivia Rodrigo so the person sent me the blind item they'd already written it and I wrote Harry and they said most likely Taylor and I asked yeah how do you not guess that I'm an idiot of course it's Taylor and I was reading about this literally today I'm fucking pissed I'm really fucking angry I didn't guess that I think I was trying to guess somebody like a little bit more ambiguous. Like, oh, I don't. I, I'm mad you didn't <laughs> Olivia get Rodrigo is where I go. So I said, "Is this this is for the U.S.?" Because everyone was guessing Harry. I, my first guess was Harry. So I said, "This is for the." But isn't he on tour? He's supposedly going on tour now. I don't. Before anyone asks, I have no information on that right now. Um, but I did ask this person to rule out if it was Harry's a European tour I said this is for the US and they said yes it's a confirmed stadium tour but the artist isn't certain but her name has been thrown around a lot tickets on sale the following week and I said what other names have been thrown around the weekend and they said I know he's touring Europe right now, so if it's him, it'll have to work around that schedule. They're keeping it very hush-hush. So who else would they keep very hush-hush? Outside of the weekend? Or are you saying the weekend makes sense? No, I'm saying who would they keep? Who is so secretive? Taylor. Yeah. I mean, I was reading about this today, about her going on tour. And, And it's like, what does the tour mean? Is she broken up? Is she engaged? Is it a divorce? So it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, by the way, it's apropos that it's apropos that I guess Olivia Rodrigo. So there was a tour announced today is what you're saying. No, no, no. It was like I was in a Reddit hole. Oh, people were talking about it. Like I was I was reading about it, like through like different forums and stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't 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 quote Reddit as. Oh no! No, 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 no! no. First, let me be very clear. Hold on, let me be very clear. Reddit is not my source. I do like to read like what people are thinking about certain celebrities or, you know, really people I work with, shows that I do. I will like deep dive. Oh, so you're telling me that as a TV producer, you will go on Reddit to see what people are saying about the talent in the projects you're producing. Correct. Okay. Well, that's, that's some tea. I mean, I'm sure the people, I'm sure the people that go on Reddit are aware that industry people sort of 
creep around, you know, but that's yeah. good to know. So you go on Reddit. Now, let me ask you a question. If you hear anything bad, do you do anything with that information or is that just you keep it in the back of your mind? I keep it in, in the back of my mind of like a Rolodex of things that could be um, and then things that 100% aren't and things that I know they've done. Okay, interesting, interesting. Do I use that information? I know because, I mean, I'm trying to figure out a way to answer this. It's not a, it's not a no, but it's also not like yes. I do not use information as a, as a way to like have something bombastic happen on a show. Typically, I will take that information, think about it, and start to psychoanalyze and be a little bit more observational to behaviors that coincide with what I've read. No, I, I got you. Do you ever speak to your ta- to the talent about rumors you've read on Reddit? No, but I've had talent talk to me about rumors they've seen about other people on Reddit. Interesting. And they believe it. Yeah, it's interesting. It is very interesting. Okay. Usually it's not, it's not super salacious. Like you're not, I'm not reading things that are criminal. Right. Cause there are some criminal things on Reddit. Yeah. It gets, 100%. It gets very criminal on there, which is why, you know, one of the reasons why I kind of stay away besides that. I think it's just like a toxic forum. Um, I don't, yeah. the criminal things are, I'm okay with not reading. So just to reiterate, um, supposedly I, I don't want to say this is confirmed because this person is not confirming uh the blind about the a plus list singer who is going on a stadium tour is about taylor swift that's what they are relaying it is not confirmed as i said um the information is being kept very hush hush um but that is who they think it is taylor swift now, while we're on the topic of Taylor Swift, there is something that I posted on Twitter. Somebody just innocently asked me the question, is Taylor Swift engaged? And I just said yes. Now, this isn't new information. I've posted about this several times. And I've also heard this from several insiders. Now, what is an insider? An insider is not a fan. An insider is not you know, someone that Taylor bumped into in the bathroom at a restaurant. An insider is someone who works in the industry. So I have heard the rumor that she is engaged from insiders. And I just innocently answer that question, yes, because it's not anything I haven't said before and everyone sort of freaked out. So I went back to one of those insiders and I said, you know, am I crazy? Like Taylor Swift is engaged, right? And they said, absolutely. They've been engaged for well over a year. They have it on good authority. So I'm going to say we will not get a confirmation on that. Um, You know, I said this last week, you know, certain celebrities just won't confirm certain things I think you know eventually she'll probably tell her fans in her own way which will probably be through song I would assume um 
But I just wanted to bring this up because I felt like when I posted this tweet, it was new information for some people. But I've been saying that I thought she was engaged for months now. So I just want everyone to know that I went back to someone to make sure I wasn't going crazy. And they sort of um, reiterated my sentiment that yes, they've been engaged for well over a year. So I just wanted to let everyone know that. That's all the information I have. I don't know if they're married. They could potentially also be married. She's very business-minded, not to say that she doesn't do things genuinely, but she also is, I think she's a genuine person who at the same time can also see an advantage. I would not be surprised if she's engaged and I would not be surprised if it comes to, uh, like it's exposed in this so-called tour that could be happening oh well is that what they said on reddit because i didn't even put two and two together a tour and a announcement. no they didn't say that on reddit i just was thinking that's what i that was my mindset because she always kind she always kind of has something like kind of attached or tethered to a real life event now i really hope we don't see any tweets that say Taylor Swift will be announcing her engagement while on a stadium tour because someone will take that inf- that piece of information away from this. And I just want to let everyone know um, that neither of those things are officially confirmed <laughs> by, Taylor's, no, 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 by no. Taylor Swift's representatives. Um, these are two pieces of information that I have heard through insiders. Um, you could you know, take that as you will. Take it as it's true or take it as you don't think it's true. That's for you guys to decide, but I'm just giving you guys all the information that I have. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Now, the next couple things I just want to talk about quickly. Um, The first thing on last week's episode, I was talking to Enti about Travis and Courtney and we got cut off and everyone wanted to know what we were going to say about Travis and Courtney. So I emailed him and I said, what were you going to say about Travis and Courtney? And he 
said I could read his email and it says this. He says, it wouldn't shock me at all about Travis texting other women. He wasn't exactly single when they started hooking up and Courtney is nothing like any of the other women he has been with his entire career. My issues with what I get regarding Travis is there is a confirmation bias from my source who hates Travis. So anything she sends me, she does from hate. That hate level has increased exponentially since Courtney became a thing. So what he's saying is take his opinion with a grain of salt because his source hates Travis. Now that being said, the reason that I had even brought up um, Courtney and Travis was because I received a DM a very long time ago that I didn't post, but I it always was kept in the back of my mind. Um, and someone had told me that he was sending texts to someone that were that were convincing i don't know what that necessarily means convincing and creepy um yeah and that he had asked one of his friends to sort of give him the scoop on this girl that he was texting when she wouldn't respond to him. So basically he was texting someone, maybe she ghosted him because she's like, he's with Courtney and he sort of reached out to a friend to get the scoop. And I said, what kind of girl? And the person said, a cute emo tattoo kind of girl. That's all she said. So I just... (laughs) A cute, a cute emo tattoo kind of girl. So I just want to say that's all I had heard. Um, It's, you know, just that there were some texts. That's it. I don't know if it's someone from his past. You know, we all keep in touch. I think that we'd all be lying if we said that we didn't keep in touch with our exes or people that we've hooked up with in the past. So maybe it's that type of situation. Um... I don't know if there's any cheating going on. I I don't I don't I don't know where he, when he'd have the time to cheat. He's always with Courtney. Yeah. So I was going to ask those text messages. They tell you the timeline. Was it? I may have missed what you said. Is it? Was it when they started to date or why? Like in the middle of them dating? It said before and after the engagement. Interesting. Right. And this was ex- sometimes like I don't want to know more information because I'm just like fuck. Like I sometimes I get like upset i'm like why why can't just one guy not screw around why it's just all guys it's all guys whether you're a celebrity or not a celebrity it's like they can't help it but like i said like girls are also guilty of it you know like so maybe it's just one of those situations um you know i don't want to spread the rumor that there's any infidelities going on because i really you know have not heard that and this is the first person who has told me something like this and NT backed it up in his way, which was the email that I just read. I mean, he admitted that his information was coming from a biased source. So I don't know whether or not to believe this or to think maybe it's just a rumor going around certain circles in Hollywood. 
Well, I'm wondering if, if the email was from Shanna. <laughs> and then I wonder. Oh, then I wonder. You think maybe that's anti source? Yes, Shanna Mokler. Um, and I also wonder if that's your a- tip that you got was through Shanna Mokler, not Shanna, but somebody else making that up. Okay, so I could for Shanna. Okay, so I could see the person's name um, who sent me this text, uh, this DM. It's not from a burner account it's not from a finsta it's from a person a real person's account with their picture it's not shanna i don't know if they're friends with shanna but maybe i should go back on instagram and see if this person is following shanna that's i didn't even think of that when they sent me this text that's a really good point because yeah i mean look look there and then also peel back another layer and see if that girl is friends with people who are also friends with shanna because maybe they're not going to follow each other directly that's such a good point. So maybe, you know, maybe these are rumors that are going around in those circles, you know, sort of perpetuated by the strife that's between. And it's nothing that's not, you know, that's hidden. Like everyone knows that Travis and Shanna um, don't necessarily get a, get along. No, I just want to say I'm not saying that that Shanna made this up. I did really get a DM um, and I am. I'm not saying that it was prompted by her, um, but you're saying like maybe it's something she heard from those circles. That makes a lot of sense. I, see, yes, this is why I need like I need this is the critical thinking that I need when I'm re- I, I'm such an idiot. I'm like my first my first reaction was like, oh, no, like they're so cute together. Like, why would he do this? I didn't even think because this person did have a lot of other details that I'm not going to say out of out of travis's privacy um so you know i didn't think it was anything that they made up i thought it was something that they really did hear i just having worked with a myriad of celebrities people do this shit and it's psychotic i've seen it happen they like plant stories oh yeah they say things knowing that a person's gonna say something and then it's gonna get out i've just have seen it so many times firsthand and i know that she like vehemently does not like Travis. Really, I think she's just she's just upset that they did not work out. Um, but he tried. I know people who who n- knew him, know him, etc. And he always tried to make it work. And I think that Shanna at times was just a little too young to have married and have kids, and they were in different places. And he's just. He's very, it makes sense why he and Courtney are together because first he's so different from Scott, but although both Scott and Travis are very ambitious people, Travis is like a really like um, methodical type of a person. You know, he has the, you know, band, music, this, that, and the other. He's not very showy. He, you know, he's just kind of very much to himself. And then, you know, his house is in the same neighborhood with all of them. And I've been over there. And it's like, it's like a cul-de-sac of like celebrities. It's weird. But anyway, I just don't see him doing that to her. Because Courtney, Courtney's not the one. It, it, truthfully. And he has no stake in the game being with her. There's, he's not an operator. He doesn't need anything. I think he just has been around them for a really long time, the family. And kind of just cultivated this friendship. And then now they're dating whatever or engaged rather um 
what I think is weird is that the the rumor that he slept with Kim before Courtney. Well, I heard I heard that was even though Kim denies it, I heard that it was true. I heard that that really did happen, and I heard that he like loves the Kardashians, like loves, yeah, like one hundred the Kardashian women, like he's into it. So, yes, when you say what what's in it for him, like I don't think there's anything in it for him other than you know maybe him just fulfilling his own fantasy. That he loved, you know, being with a Kar- our Kardashian. So, you know. It's just so funny to me that it's like a fantasy. I mean, listen, to, to each his own. Kardashian. Listen, to e- whatever floats your boat, you know, like. No, a good fantasy. I just mean like, to me, I'm I, the way that you're saying it, I'm taking it as like, um, uh, like Katie Holmes saying that she was going to marry Tom Cruise one day. Yeah. Like, that's how I'm taking that's it. That's yeah, what yeah. I mean. So I don't blame it. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. It's just funny. It's cute. It's endearing. Not to sound like patronizing, but it's really endearing. Um, and he was on he was on the Kardashians. Like, he would go on the show. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, when you're, you know, really into something, you'll you'll show face on a reality show, you know? Um, there's two things I just want to quickly mention that I t- told everyone that I would um, discuss. The first thing is it was discussed. It was mentioned on last week's podcast, NT said this, I had not heard, that Sebastian Stan and Lily James allegedly had an affair on the set of Tom and Pammy. Tom, is that what it's called? The show is called Pam and Tommy, not Pammy and Tom. I'm such a fucking idiot. No Pammy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call it that now. She's going to roll over in her grave. She's not dead. Her Pammy. She's not dead. I mean, you know what I mean. Oh my god, proverbially, like, what is she doing lately? No, 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 no. Proverbially, metaphorically. Pam Anderson is not done a lot in a while, but like, okay. No, no, no. I don't want to start any rumors. Yeah. So for Pammy Anderson. Okay. So so after NT said that they allegedly had an affair, somebody messaged me. And wanted me to let everyone know that was not true. That rumor is 100% false. There was no affair between Sebastian Stan and Lily James. And that's all the information I have on that. I just wanted to set the record straight. Because I don't, you know, contrary to what people think, I do not like to spread false gossip. So I will be the first one to correct anything that I say or post that is not accurate um and so i promised that person i would set the record straight they did not have an affair the last thing that i want to get to um is a dm that i received uh that i posted and it's about camilla cabello and somebody was at i think it's called pause up it's like um, a resort. Have you heard of it? I feel like I have heard of this. It's a very small resort. I think it's somewhere in the mountains. Um, pause up resort in Montana. It's in Montana. Yes. Yeah. So Camilla Cabello was at a resort in Montana, a small resort, which is why someone was able to overhear this conversation. Um, again, this DM did not come from a fan account. It did not come from a Finsta. It came from a real person's account 
with a profile picture and many other pictures on their account. So they were at Paws Up. They were dining, and I guess they have a dining hall. They were sitting near Camilla, and they said the following. They said that she had sent, they heard her talking to her friends, and they said that they heard her say that she had sent a picture of herself to Sean, Sean Mendez. They're broken up. She was sitting with her friends in the dining hall or the restaurant at Paws Up, and she was telling her friends how she sent a picture of herself to Sean, Sean Mendez. And Sean texted her back that she looked like a freaky, nasty girl. Mm. <laughs> now, I posted this DM and I crossed out freaky, nasty girl because I knew the fans would misinterpret that. But I actually think he meant it in a flirty, cheeky way. I just think that if I had posted that without the explanation, the younger fans wouldn't understand it and they would take it negatively. It was not, I don't think it's meant in a negative way. I think it's meant in like a flirty, sexy way. Yeah. I'm trying to understand how it'd be taken in a, in the other way. Well, you don't understand fandoms. That's, that's why you don't understand. Ugh, it's these people who are just, they're like obsessed. Right. So like, how do you even take that apart? Uh, are you kidding? Else? <laughs> are you, the, the words, Freaky, nasty girl. I'm, the words freaky nasty? Are you kidding? There's a, there's a thousand ways till Sunday that they could take that apart and make it negative. I think it's I mean, sexy. It's not like it's an underground sex dungeon. Yeah, I think it's like a sexy. Right, I mean, I think it's kind of like word nerdy, actually. <laughs> I think it's super nerdy. It's like saying like her boobs, they felt like sand. Well, like, like it's just like, huh? What? <laughs> listen, I, I was happy to tell everyone what it said, but I needed to put you know, some sort of verbal explanation behind it, which is why I love having a podcast. Because if I had just posted that message, you do know how many responses I would have got, you know, saying, first of all, that it wasn't true. Secondly, it's a lie. He would never say that. I mean, these are things that the younger fandoms don't understand. They don't understand how adults maybe speak. And, you know, like, it's like a fun, flirty thing to say. Like, you look like a freaky, nasty girl. Like, yeah, I could totally see Sean Mendes saying that. First of all, by the way, he looks so hot lately. So hot. <laughs> I have to say that. Like, I'm like, damn. He's in the gym every day. Every day. Well, it's so funny because it wasn't that long ago that, I mean, probably maybe four years ago, where he was performing at, um, oh my God, what what is it called? A venue it's western the western it's a small venue in la anyway whatever um and he just looked so much like a teen like 14 years old that just kind of seeing him morph into who he is now it's like a just totally different person yeah i mean he looks hot he looks great and everyone thinks that i like post these things because i hate camilla cabello like i have no feeling about camilla cabello i actually spent two hours of my life that i'll never get back watching cinderella on netflix and i enjoyed it so for anyone who oh. says that i hate camilla cabello they could suck it i watched cinderella did you with camilla cabello yeah no, no, absolutely not. Well, I did. Absolutely so not. Everyone I left it at Whitney talent. Houston and Brandy. Well, that was it for me. I watched the Camila Cabello Cinderella. I thought 
It was very entertaining, so everyone could stop telling me I hate Camila Cabello. She is a freaky, nasty girl, and I can guarantee she takes that as a compliment. She takes that as a compliment. Freaky, was she good nasty in it? Girl. Um, she was good, but it was weird. You know, I thought it was... She was good. I thought that the 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 way it was presented, it was like a modern day Cinderella. And I'm just like, not that's just not my thing. I was curious, like how they were going to um, update it. And it just wasn't my thing. But I thought, you know, listen, I, I, I watched the whole thing. And I don't even think I looked at my phone. Let's put it that way. It was entertaining. Interesting. Yeah. Did you have a... Did you have a blind a long time ago about people saying that she wasn't going to be good? Or was that Addison Rae in a Netflix show? It was Addison Rae and it was Addison Rae in the Netflix show. But maybe that listen, I think that the Camila Cabello Cinderella movie didn't get some of the best reviews from people who've seen it. So maybe it was it was both. But I think you're specifically yeah. thinking of addison ray and she's all that another movie that i spent two hours of my life watching that i will never get back um that i have different opinions about uh but that's for another time um but yeah i watched <laughs> cinderella i recommend it i recommend it it's like an easy watch you know and you're kind of like wait what's happening like what's going on like it's, it feels like a made for tv hallmark movie no, i don't no, understand like bad reviews it's because, not oh it's not i mean it's not like it's not like spicy like cinderella's like not getting it on with like prince charming in, in the barn like it's not like it's not like she's not being a freaky nasty girl no, she's not being a freaky nasty girl <laughs> in cinderella but um it's not hallmark it's like hip you know it's like hip and cool and like they they modernized all the songs i don't remember i watched it a long time ago but it was like you know whatever someday my prince will come like i don't know they like rap and like <laughs> what i don't know i don't know were there dance numbers yes yes it's like i'm fascinated by this well you should be you should be and you should watch it Milla Cabello and God. yeah i saw the lily james and cinderella i watched that one i didn't should i i mean it's cinderella that's what i was gonna say it's like how can you have a bad review on cinderella it's i mean it's the same story because it's not meant to be oscar award-winning no they listen except for ever after starring drew barrymore yes that was a very good movie you know why don't you like smoke a little bit of your greens and then watch it <laughs> You'll probably think you'll probably feel like you're in a fever dream. You'll be like, what oh, is happening? I'm gonna pop some shrooms and watch Camilla Cabello and Cinderella. No, can you please and let me know how, what that yes, experience is like? One hundred percent. Okay. But I did have one question, yeah. real quick. You were talking about Lily James and Sebastian Stan. Yes. The person who wrote in saying that is untrue, is it a person that is credible or like that you know it yes. didn't come from a finsta um okay no i didn't i don't know the person like it's not one of my usual sources but it did not come from a finsta it did not come from a burner it didn't come from a finsta it didn't come from a burner it came from a real account you know a lot of this a lot of the the dms that i'm gonna read on the podcast you know aren't gonna come from finstas they're gonna come from real people which is why i'm reading them on the podcast and not posting them on instagram because i think it's easier to talk something out than it is to just post something and have and leave it up to everyone to interpret which is why i didn't post freaky nasty girl um 
for the world to see because <laughs> I wasn't ready for the freaky nasty backlash I was gonna get. I mean, I'm sure I'll still get some freaky na- nasty backlash, but at least they know where I stand. I just think it's funny that you get backlash for stuff like this. It's absurd. Well, but I get it. I get it. No, they say that I'm trying to paint her in a bad light or something. But I'm not, of course. Yeah, but I, that. But my point is, I, what I want to say, and every Camilla Cabello fan that's listening. This is not a bad thing. This is not painting her in a bad light. Grow up. A freaky nasty girl is a good thing. I want to be a fucking freaky nasty girl. But who doesn't want to be? Exactly. Maybe I'll make some freaky nasty girl merch. Yes. Right? You 100% do that. Please capitalize on that. I might. Let's say. What I was going to ask about the, the earlier, is there a world where whoever sent that in is trying to throw people off? From the rumor. Which rumor, Sebastian Stan? Yes. Yes, but I will say that they... Yes, of course. Of course. Of course that happens. And I will say that I I believe by the way it was written, um, this was somebody from Sebastian's camp. Not camp. Not, I don't want to say they work. he works for them, but somebody that knew him. All I was going to say is that Lily James is beautiful. She's super hot. And I feel like men clamor to her. Oh, yeah. Married men included. So I feel like it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. I think she's a, she is like kind of this girl who guys feel like she's untouchable. Yeah. Listen, I don't, I didn't do any research. I just promised that person I would clear it up and I did. I didn't do any additional digging around. I didn't ask any sources what they have heard. I didn't go back to NT and say somebody said it wasn't true. Somebody just asked that I set the record straight. And like I said, um, you know, that's that's all I'm doing here. If I hear any additional, you know, sometimes people will listen to, you know, like that person did, will listen to this podcast and then send me information. So, you know, maybe there is more to it. You're doing God's work. <laughs> well (laughs) thank you tv producer it's been so it's been so nice talking to you my biggest takeaway from our conversation is that tv producers and industry insiders go on reddit to get the deets on their talent i'm sure that the redditors are going to be happy to hear that to be honest they should we we go in there and we go deep you go deep you go deep into Reddit. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. And thank you guys for coming back and listening. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, you can follow me on Instagram at Demois.